Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. And tonight is the night Tara Hastings, karaoke genius. Genius? Genius. Hold on, I can say it right. I can. I can. Genius. There it is. Genius. Uh, Gatsby's Pub in and Grills, where it's happening there in Indianapolis, seven to ten tonight. It is the media mic a challenge. You sing some karaoke. Uh, you help raise money uh, for Alzheimer awareness and uh, research. It's called Tara's Tribe. You can donate to. If you follow me on the Twitter X, you see the flyer. There's a QR code. Scan it, and you could donate right there. Are you ready? Have been. Dr- have you been drinking your tea? I've been drinking my tea. Uh, and I've been, I practice on the way into work. Although, you know, the morning voice, you know, I had to get it warmed up here, but got some ideas, uh, to play along with. And Hey, I want to let you know too, there is a matching donation out there too. Um, so your $5 can become $10. Your $10 becomes $20 heading into the next couple of days. So perfect timing. So give what? big, and then it will give yes. even bigger. Yes. That's what you're saying. How exciting. Yes, I'm so pumped about this. It's like so, perfect so, timing, uh, so. Uh, First, uh, people should be giving, and and regardless, and that'll be more, is wonderful for you. I like it. I like what's happening. I don't understand what the issue is with morning voice. I wake up every morning, boom, just like this, ready to go. Really? You do? Uh, no, I, I, yeah, I got to get it warmed up. Yeah. All right, so so why not try a little warm up here? What what what's a, what's a warm up song for for Tara Hastings? Oh gosh, a warm up song? Yeah, like 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 probably what what like, is something? Why well, I'm gonna probably do like maybe Black Velvet maybe tonight. I'm thinking. Oh Black really? Velvet. Yeah, maybe that's a what bit of that. that's what you're gonna go with. Yeah, is that a good one? You don't like it? No, no, I am not opposed to Atlanta Miles at all. So oh, okay. so we're clear. Let's do this. Whoa. Wow, you guys are fast. All right, let, let, I, I want to hear it. Ready? Are you ready? I think you come right. in now. Oh, wait, you maybe you do the ooh. There it is. Now I got to remember the words. I don't have the words in front of me. It's I'll Mississippi in the middle of a dry spell. You can do it. All right, we're ready. We're ready. She's ready, people. What are you waiting for? Get over to Gatsby's Pub. There better be a line. A line to hear Tara Hastings sing. Are you kidding? Are you nuts? My gosh. Gatsby's Pub and Grill tonight, 7 to 10 p.m. uh, And make your donation uh, for uh, the the walk to end Alzheimer's, which actually takes place tomorrow in Indianapolis. No, oh, no, it's next weekend. Oh, the walk is next weekend? Next weekend. Yep, next weekend. The 30th at Carroll Stadium. Ah, oh, that's right. That That's my mistake. One but week the, away. But the, yeah, that's okay. The karaoke's tonight. Karaoke's tonight, yes. There it is. Next week is the walk. 
Okay. So sing tonight, walk next week. There it is. Yes. Uh, get the information. If you follow me or you follow Tara, met Tara Hastings on the Twitter Xbox. Do that now. Tara, appreciate you. We have got ourselves 59 degrees in the American Standard Cooling Weather Center. The time is 710. You'd think for once I'd pay attention to the formatting of the show and the timing. I just, nope. Nope, not. I just, I'm just not doing that. Tony Katz. 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. Joe Biden wants you to know that he has got the border well in hand, people. First, we put in place policies that process people in a fair and fast way. Second, we're significantly expanding legal pathways for entry so businesses can get the workers they need. Families don't have to wait for a decade to be together. I've also directed my team to make historic increase in the number of refugees admitted from Latin America. The border is a disaster. His plans have failed. And what he looks at as virtue is actually dangerous. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. But this could be said of a whole host of people. We need to take a second look at what's going on with Senator John Fetterman and this... Well, this this dress code. Because nothing about this is cute. And I get that the political left can't focus. I get that they can't understand the problem. They don't want to understand the problem. They want to laugh at you for thinking it's a problem. Don't laugh. This is ugly as hell what Fetterman did yesterday. What a failure Chuck Schumer is. It's ugly. And there's a reason to explain it to your friends, to your kids, to yourself. There's a reason to be bothered by it. I'll explain what that is coming up. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. credit card that gets rewards you you may have one uh, as well and you you accumulate points or you accumulate dollars and you can spend it on things right a product of this or a gift card on that so i was looking at the the gift card section and they have a whole dining section of gift cards and the one the one that's featured is blimpy tony katz of 93 wibc good morning the idea of taking all the rewards, dollars, points, whatever it is that, that I've accumulated and just using it all on blimpy gift cards. Like, that's the American dream. I have $500 worth of rewards. What'd you get? Blimpy? You bought a blimp? No, 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 no. No, no, blimpy. You bought a sandwich shop? No, no, no. Just the sandwiches. Just the sandwiches. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna have all the processed meats one could ever dream of. I I don't know the last time I've even seen a blimpy, never mind been to one. I had a fraternity brother, 
That's right. I belong to a fraternity. Don't ask. It was a thing. Uh, back in, in the college days that I didn't graduate, again, I told you, it's a thing. Stop bringing it up. Uh, who worked at Blimpy. He was very proud of that. He was very, I can picture the dude because he, uh, he drove a Pontiac. I don't know why I remember that. I actually cannot remember his name. I can see him, and right now I can't remember his name. But um, but he drove a Pontiac. I think I think it was, I think it was a Grand Prix, and uh, and he worked at Blimpy, and he wanted to be a pilot. He was a very nice guy. I just cannot remember his name for the life of me. Oh man, this could be a thing. But he worked at Blimpy, and it's the only time I think I was ever in a Blimpy. I think I was ever in a Blimpy. I don't know if one exists in the Indianapolis area, but if they do, uh, uh, let me know. Maybe I'll get you a gift card. Maybe maybe I'll get you a, a, a gift card. I have been discussing the problem with Senator John Fetterman. And the Indiana Democratic Party, a shameful group of people, not Indiana Democrats, we might have actual disagreements. The party, the party is, I mean, you look at some of their statements, gosh, are they ugly. Um, how they can be okay with what they're seeing is, is irrational. If you want to argue, how can you be okay with what Trump does X, Y, and Z? Well, we can have these conversations and I can go through a long list of things where I've said I'm unhappy with, I'm uncomfortable with. But this conversation about Senator John Fetterman and his dress code, this is not something of low importance. This conversation about standards is fundamental to who we are as a society. It is fundamental. Senator Dick Durbin, a man most aptly named, broke with Senator Chuck Schumer on the dress code saying we need to have standards. It is Senator Schumer, the coward of the Senate, who decided that we would change the dress code so Senator John Fetterman can show up looking like he doesn't give a damn to which Senator Fetterman doesn't care. He showed up in the Senate wearing shorts that maybe, maybe just came out of the dryer, a shirt, a short sleeve, a shirt, button down shirt that he clearly ironed with a hot rock. He's there in, in his committee Actually speaking, I mean, I, I should say the popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there's more. And he's, he's talking, he, well, well, listen. This is my iPhone, and this is a transcription service that allows me to fully participate in this meeting and conversations with my children and interacting with my my staff. You know, I had a stroke about 18 months ago, you know, and I have lost my ability to fully process language. And I like to think I was an empathetic person, truly. But until that happened, um, it I've raised to a whole different kind of level as, as well. And it's profound to know, though, that I never really considered that without this kind of technology, I couldn't watch television. And I can't imagine if I didn't have this kind of a bridge 
to allow me to, con to communicate with, with other people ef effectively. And, you know, because I live in a political environment, I was ridiculed and made fun of because I wasn't able to process things sometimes or say things, things. So I'm so sorry that I'm sure many of you had to go through this kind of thing. You know, I was lucky that I was, I was uh, lucky enough to go through my life, the vast majority of that with that, this kind of disability that I have. But, um, but again, I can't imagine and how the, the challenges and I, and I admire, you know, everyone that has to kind of live with these kind of struggles and, and, and prevail over them. I'm thrilled that the technology exists. But if you think for a second, sir, that someone should feel sorry or pity for you in a conversation about ridicule, when you show up to the Senate like that, when you engage in the social media ridicule and attacks that you and your staff do, all you've done is proven that anything said about you is fair game because you have made it fair game. And let's now take the moment to engage the ridicule on how you dress to show up for work for us. Dick Durbin made the point. I'm concerned about it. The senator in question from Pennsylvania is a personal friend, but I think we need to have standards. There is nothing going on in John Fetterman's life that requires this level of disrespect of the Senate chamber. We should hold our elected officials to a standard. They should hold themselves to a standard. Yes, they fail often. Yes, why do I have to worry about the Senate or the House, government in general, when they're so disrespectful of the rest of us all the time and in every way? I get your point. My point is larger, with all due respect. It is that a standard must be upheld. They have to remember where they're at and how fortunate they are to be there. If John Fetterman, if Senator Fetterman wants to wear this clumsy shirt and shorts and shoes with no socks, let him go work in a beach bar somewhere, not in the U.S. Senate. The idea that you don't think the respect should be shown to the institution for in the, in the hopes that the institution will one day actually mean something again to the American people. Well, why in the world would I take you seriously when you don't take yourself seriously? And no amount of technology, and bless the technology, allows for this. You had a stroke. Turn off the music. You had a stroke. And so now you can't wear pants? Sorry, that's not going to fly. It's it's uh, Stephen Miller uh, from Twitter, not the guy from the from the Trump team, who believes that this is not about uh, standards. This is about um, a, a catering to Fetterman uh, in an irrational an irrational way. I, I believe this actually is about standards, and yes, they're catering to Fetterman. He doesn't deserve it. I don't feel sorry for this man at all. His family doesn't care about him. The Democratic Party doesn't care about him. But that was a cogent statement he just made, and he tears up because of the ridicule. But he doesn't care who he ridicules. He doesn't care that he insults the Senate and the American people day in and day out. I ain't going to worry about his tears. 
This is gross. The disrespect is gross. And it's not just in the Senate, it's everywhere. This is the further dismantling of the standards and the society will not hold. That's the subject. Now I'm trying to figure out how phone trade-ins work, and it's none of it makes any sense. None of it. I can't. I, I don't know how people figure it out and do it and trade in their phones all the time, and they're just you're always paying for a phone. Does this? How does that work? Tony Katz, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning. So I had upgraded uh, the family. I guess. I guess it was two years ago. All right. Here it is. You're done. This is your phone. Have a nice day. And then I started hearing about these upgrades. You trade in your phone, and then now the new iPhone's out, and then what about this Google phone? And you get this, you get that. I'll take a look just to understand it. And I looked, and I realized that, you know, like when when you get the phone, you you can put it on your bill, and you're you're paying it off. uh, And and there's one payment left on, like, like the the, the lines for my family. Like, there's, there's one. And then that's it. Oh. And now I'm looking at upgrading. Why am I upgrading? What am I actually going to get? What's the point of it all? At some moment, it's enough, right? You just stop. And you're like, this is it. You're okay. You don't need the shiniest and newest thing. Now, sometimes you get the shiniest and newest thing. But then it's no longer shiny, no longer new. And it's just the tool that you utilize. Do you just keep going? Is is the is the tech really that important now sometimes for me i I believe the answer is 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 yes when we're talking about video and and audio and things like that and creating content but there's got to come a moment anyway if 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 you're somebody who's doing one of these new trade-ins with the new phone i want to know how it works i want to know how it comes together uh and bravo to dave portnoy not necessarily my guy i've never met the dude uh barstool sports but when he caught wind uh he is the back to being the ceo of barstool when he caught wind that there was a Washington Post story that was coming out that was going to be a hit piece on him because they had gone to some uh, sponsors of his for an event that he was doing and were asking him questions. You know, he's got a history of misogynistic comments. Do you care to, care to say anything about your support of his event? He caught wind of this, including sponsors who sent him the emails so he just picked up the phone and called the reporter and said, what are you doing? I mean, caught the reporter flat-footed, said, hey, my name's Dave Portnoy, I'm recording this. So what is this that you're doing here? Are you writing a hit piece about me? And then she's like, well, we want to get to know you. We were going to give you a call and, and, and talk to you about all these things. And he's like, well, you, you weren't going to call me unless I called you. It's very obvious you're trying to do this. Why should I believe you? And to hear this reporter kind of flounder her way through it. He even agreed to do an interview with her as long as it was recorded. That he, as long as he could record it, he would do the interview. It's a very interesting uh, piece, uh, a video. And uh, if if we don't have it, Sarah, at TonyCats.com, we should put it up. Because you should watch it. There's a little bit of language in it, not too much. You should watch it not for you know whether or not you like Dave Portnoy. 
But the idea of going on offense when these hit pieces come out, and this is doubly true for what's going on with Russell Brand and what we're seeing all over the place regarding Russell Brand. And I've already said many times, I've never thought the dude was funny. I don't watch his content today. Although I've been told by people I know I can trust, it's actually interesting. But this idea that he's guilty and he has to prove his innocence, you start with the idea that some women make an accusation, so therefore he shouldn't be allowed to make a living? This is nuts. And it has reached a whole new level with nations trying to silence a guy. Actual countries trying to put an end to somebody. If you want the dictionary definition of fascism, if you want to see the oppression, here it is. Regardless of if Russell Brand did X, Y, and Z or not, the response from these nations is out of control. The response from these tech companies is disgusting. We are nowhere near out of the woods. I have that story coming up. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Some people call me the space cowboy. Don't people know that if you post something on social media, people might actually look into it? Don't they? Don't they know? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. There is a columnist over the New York Times named David Brooks. And David Brooks posted yesterday. I actually saw the post. This meal just cost me $78 at Newark Airport. This is why Americans think the economy is terrible. And as I saw it, it was a picture of a burger that had a couple bites out of it. Fries, uh, a crinkle cut, which I always approve of. And uh, tomato and some lettuce there and some empty ketchup packets. That's what I saw. And I said, $78 seems like a lot. But yeah, airports are expensive. Uh, All right. And I went on with my life. Recorded a podcast yesterday. Took some meetings, did some other work, spent time with family. You know, living my life. Some people were being a little more industrious than me. And they noticed that in the photo... Right there on the table, bloop, was a glass with a kind of like a brown liquor in it. And um, I was like, oh, oh, that that could be a, a bourbon or perhaps a whiskey. $78 at the Newark airport, but you got a drink there. Wait, 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 what? what is it that you ordered? Well, the restaurant which is called the 1911 Smokehouse, 1911 Smokehouse Barbecue. They're based in Trenton. They said, this isn't right. The guy ordered two double whiskeys and the burger. What's the problem here? Well, I think the problem here is that double whiskeys have gotten way too expensive and we need to do something about this. Am I the only person standing up for America here? The bar bill was 66 bucks. The food was $12, $78. That's why it cost him $78.
He tra- this guy from the New York Times tried to tell America, my gosh, look at look at what's happening. Look at what people are having to spend. You bought two double whiskeys. First, uh, slow down, Tiger. And secondly, what did you think it was going to cost? Oh, you write for the New York Times. Here is your food and drink, sir. Enjoy. And if you would care to spit on any of the peasants here, feel free. <laughs> David Brooks is taking it on the chin. He's just getting knocked out because of this story where he's trying to play the part of the everyman and he forgot about the alcohol. If it's a $12 burger, it's a $12 burger. You should, in today's world, you should be thankful. And so we're clear, I think $12 is pretty expensive for a burger. I do. But that's where we're at. That's where it is. This restaurant is like, well, we're taking full advantage of this. This guy just made us famous. 1911bbq.com. We're going to take advantage of it. So they now offer up the D. Brooks special. The David Brooks special. You can get it at the airport. You might be able to get in their other location. A super delicious burger with fries and a double shot of whiskey. And it says $78 and it's X'd out. And it's $17.78. With all due respect for burgers, uh, for a burger, fries, and a shot of whiskey, I'm showing up. $17.78? Perfect. Genius in the marketing. Take advantage of the moment. And I'm thrilled for a 1911 Smokehouse barbecue. I only hope it has good barbecue. I can't wait to go one day. It's Jersey. I don't usually hang out in Trenton, but I can, you know, have a reason to drive by. This is a story of what people are willing to do to get their couple of minutes of fame. It's what they're willing to do to get their moment of, you see, I'm just like you. Dishonesty is found. Eventually, dishonesty is found. Now, we could really, you know, maybe dig deeper into what is the lack of shame that people have that they would make a statement like this? David Brooks wasn't making a comment about the economy. He was making a comment about this place. It was it was certainly an insult on the restaurant and disparaging of the restaurant. But you didn't want to tell the whole story? The the lie does get found. And good on the people who were like, wait a second, not only something off here in a very Malcolm Gladwell blink kind of way, I want to talk about it. Some of us went on with our lives, and rightfully so. Because, well, we don't have to talk about these things. Everything you see, sadly, you got to take a step back and ask yourself, what is it you're being shown? Everything. When people ask, where, why is there no trust? Well, you lied about the price of a burger. And I will bet you cash money, David Brooks drinks crap whiskey.